before we get to today's heat check, let me tell you a little bit about our new Twitter feed at Ringer NBA. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you love the NBA. Well, we just launched a new Twitter feed for hoops heads just like you. It's at Ringer NBA. It's a one-stop shop for all things basketball from NBA news and analysis from the Ringer crew you know and love to all of the best highlights, both on and off the court, as well as rumors and gossip. It's like a 24-hour edition of Sources Say, which, frankly, one of my favorites. I would love to have 24-hour Sources Say. Plus, join our new Facebook group, Ringer NBA, which is a place to connect and talk hoops with like-minded fans as well as Ringer staffers. Again, follow us on Twitter at Ringer NBA and join our Facebook group, Ringer NBA. And now, Heat Check. Welcome to the Heat Check Podcast. I'm your host, John Gonzalez, joined per usual by my man, Iceman, Isaac Lee. I hope you had a good weekend. You were assembling furniture. (laughs) This is what I was doing. That is less fun for you than talking about the NBA. The NBA is back, so as Heat Check will be here every Monday, we want to remind everybody, first, I want to say thanks for listening. Second, we want to remind everybody, if you don't mind, if you want to give us a review and rate us on uh, iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, that would be greatly appreciated because we've got a lot of good stuff for you. We've got some good stuff uh, NBA-wise on the ringer.com as well. We're blasting through our best-case, worst-case scenarios for all 30 teams coming through the home stretch. We've got number 11, the Denver Nuggets by Haley O'Shaughnessy. That's up on the website right now, as well as number 10, the Indiana Pacers, done by Palo Escoblog, and number 9, the Milwaukee Bucks. That's Danny Chow. Also, I wrote a story about the Lakers. I'm all in on the Lakers, Isaac, for this season with one caveat. They fool me every year. You met, you laughed at me last year for being all in on the Lakers, mm-hmm. and I was wrong about it. I was premature. I was off by a year. This year, I'm in with the exception of their big man issue. I'm not sure what they're doing at center. I wrote about that. That's on the website. Yeah. Isaac is less bullish uh, as a Clippers fan on the Lakers. Less bullish is probably a charitable way of <laughs> way of describing it. You know, I'm hoping they're bad. I You're don't hoping. have any objective analysis. I just hope that they're not good. I believe that they will be good. At the very least, though, even if I'm wrong about them being good, I believe that they'll be entertaining because I don't know how they couldn't be entertaining with LeBron and that cast of characters. But we're going to have all kinds of Lakers content for you on The Ringer and on this show. But we're in that weird period in between as the preseason lurches forward and we're all kind of like tired of it. And, um, you know, we're waiting for Jimmy Butler news and there's nothing really happening there. And there's been a couple injuries like DeJounte Murray, which is unfortunate. We feel bad for him. But we're waiting for the regular season to start. Next week, we're in this sort of uh, purgatory period. So we're going to do something a little bit different on today's podcast. We're all big NBA fans, obviously. We all have league pass. We all like to root and watch different teams that are maybe outside of our purview for different reasons. So for the first time ever on Heat Check, we're going to put together a bunch of guests and we're going to do an NBA League Pass draft. Uh, and we're going to see how that goes. So we're going to bring in a bunch of superstars and uh, we'll start it now. All right, joining me in the studio, two of our favorites from Sources Say, Juliet Littman, an original Heat Check member, and Chris Ryan is here. And we were about to start up this uh, league pass draft, which we will get to in just a second. And all of a sudden, Sham Sharnia from The Athletic uh, blew up our Twitter feeds and uh, also potentially this pod reporting that uh, the Suns have fired general manager Ryan McDonough. Comes out of the blue, 
firing a guy right before uh, the season. I had said multiple times that I was wondering what his job status was just because the Suns had, there was that period a couple of years ago where they had, they were going three wide with their guards where they were pretty good for a second. Yeah, Bledsoe, Dragic, and Knight, right? Yeah, and then they got bad, and then they were really bad, and they've been bad for a second, and I was wondering what was happening with him, but it didn't seem like he was in danger until potentially the offseason. Yeah, and also, like, Aiton looks good. Like, felt Devin Booker's still, like, practicing and everything. It's not like the Suns are in a horrible position. It seemed like they're, like, you know, they're two years away from being two years away, but that's fine. Feels like Robert Sarver doing Robert, Robert Sarver things. That was always going to be the tension in the Suns is that they have an owner who likes to kind of go cowboy sometimes. And Ryan McDonough has been in this spot where he's a pretty young GM who's been on this five-year rebuilding train for like a long time now. Yeah. But there's always been these these whispers about, oh, they're going to go after Kyrie. They're going to go after LaMarcus Aldridge. They're going to go after a big star. They want a big star. They Sarver wants a star. And I wonder whether or not this has something to do with Jimmy Butler. Mm. Like maybe they took a couple shots and didn't want to get off of some of the the assets that he has for Jimmy Butler. Something, something obviously went wrong here pretty badly for it to happen so close to the season. Surprising to me, uh, Woj reporting that uh, James Jones and Trevor Buxton will be the interim GMs. Like in the James Jones? James Jones, James man. James Jones will be the interim. Are they going to get the LeBron sweepstakes? <laughs> is James Jones the luckiest man in the NBA? All of, sh- all or of, or the, most, the most pleasant is the other option? All of a sudden, it's very Sixers vibes coming from uh, the desert, from Phoenix. But uh, he also reports one candidate to watch long term. Kevin McHale. Oh, interesting. So I don't know what's happening in the desert. I don't know what's happening with Phoenix. They were already going to be one of my uh, very interesting sneaky league pass watches. Mm-hmm. Um, front office drama doesn't generally translate to that, but drama in generally in general does. Sure, yes, uh, sure. Kevin McHale. Kevin he, McHale. Has he been seen since he and his wife attended the Trump rally? I was going to say not since his MAGA outing. Yes, I, I think he's been in hiding since then. Has he, he not been on TV since then? Um, that happened late enough. That was that was post TV, right? Like post season, wasn't it? I think it, it happened yeah. in the summer. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be something to monitor. The Phoenix Suns. I want to bring in uh, yet another person who will be joining us uh, for this draft. Michael Peters is here. Michael, what's, what's up? Going on, Gons. Uh, we're going to do the league pass draft. I'm very excited for you to join us. Perhaps you will take the Phoenix Suns now that they are GM less. <laughs> who knows what's going to happen? But for the first time ever, we're going to have a league pass draft. We love league pass. We love the NBA. It's coming up fast. So here's the draft order. It's going to be Juliet Littman. Woo. Then. Micah. Okay. Then our very own Isaac Lee will draft third. Uh, Chris Ryan and I will bring up uh, the fifth position. We'll each draft six teams. We'll take like a minute or so to hash out why we picked those Mm -hmm. teams. We'll have a quick conversation about it. On to the next. Everybody will have six teams and then we'll declare a winner. Initially, we're going to have Isaac declare the winner, but he's also drafting. So we'll we'll do it. We'll crowdsource it. We'll do it together. Um, Question. Yeah, tell me. Where do the Lakers fit into this? Because I just want to say they're blocked out very often on my league pass here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Take out the fact that we're in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. So just throw them into okay. the mix. So, uh, Juliet Littman, without further ado, you've got the first pick. I'm who's... so nervous. Okay. It's very it's very important. With the number one pick in the Ringer NBA Which, show. I should, I'll do, the, I'll do Adam Silver. Okay. With, with the number one pick. <laughs> pretty good. In the pretty good. league pass draft, Juliet Littman selects... The Utah Jazz. Oh! Whoa! What? <laughs> I thought that's that was like going to be controversial. That's like the Bake Off of the NBA. What are you <laughs> this doing? This is crazy. This is Anthony Bennett. <laughs> right out of the game. This is no, Anthony, Anthony Bennett. Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, that's so rude. It's not Anthony Bennett. Here's why I've selected the Utah Jazz. Tell me. 
the point of League Pass is to be able to watch the teams that you're not going to get on national television and that you want to like check in with like on the regular, but not necessarily devote like your Saturday night prime time, your Thursday prime time too. But you want to be ready for the playoffs. And the Jazz are going to be like a sneaky fun team the entire season. They have Quinn Snyder, who's like probably the most confident man in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And they've got a good team. I think they're going to be good. And like when it's time to like jump on the Jazz bandwagon as like you don't want to play them in the first round of the playoffs, I'll be ready. <laughs> you right. will be so ready. You, you also just <laughs> you you don't want to miss when Grayson Allen is just throwing people in arm bars. So that, that's right, a like, reason to watch the yeah, Jazz. Okay. Seriously. Here's what's gonna happen in April. We'll be like, oh yeah, you know, it's time for the playoffs. I haven't really watched a lot of jazz. And Juliet will be like, I have. Yes. <laughs> and then I'll be like, what's the point of League Pass if not that? I, weird convo. And then I walk away. I had the jazz down as one of the teams I might get on the rap because you know I love uh, Ricky Rubio. I call sure. him Rick. You know I love Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. I call him Don. That's another reason. Donovan Mitchell is like one of like the rising faces of the NBA. Yeah, you you want to be where the stars I, are. I like your rationale. It's good. Right out of the gate, throwing curveballs. Because uh, like, the Lakers are going to be on national TV constantly. The Warriors, I've, I'm fine. Let me know when DeMarcus Cousins is back. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. Thank My, you. Micah about to blow our minds with a Denver Nuggets pick with number two. I don't know what's going to happen no, next. No, I thought very strongly about that, but then I don't decided think I to just be either. a... Can I be a homebody and say Pelicans because of they don't, they're not can. on national TV very often? Yes, And on absolutely. top of that, they added... Alfred Payton and him and Drew Holiday and, you know, Anthony Davis being, I mean, like, probably a defensive player of the year type player. They're going to be impossible to score a bucket on. So maybe they continue the momentum they had last season. Maybe not. But I would like to see all of that progress. I feel delirious. Is this what Danny Ainge feels like every summer? <laughs> I I understand your rationale. I understand Juliet's rationale. I'm blown away by this. This draft is not going at all. The I don't way think I that we ever do these drafts and don't overthink it, like and try not to be too smart with the first. Let's couple never of picks. overthink things, especially not on Heat Check. Uh, I like it. I you know. I, Last year, the Pelicans obviously one of the surprise teams, and they got to the playoffs and and did terrible things to my adopted team, the uh, Portland Trailblazers. So your fraudulent adopted. I team? like I like everything about that experience. We'll get there. They're still on the board. I like the way that the value is setting up for me as we funnel down to the fifth pick. <laughs> Seriously, Isaac Lee, you're up third. Do the Clippers, Isaac. Keep this going. No, I am actually not going to do the Clippers. I'm going to select the Milwaukee Bucks. Fuck. <laughs> 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 the Milwaukee Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis, obviously a superstar, uh, probably one of the best players in the East. A uh, new coach in Mike Budenholzer. I like the Bucks. Giannis, I don't know. Have, Here's the thing. What's the ceiling they on They put this team together as like everybody's long. They take up the entire court and then they gave them a coach that was like everybody stands close together. And it's like there's no space on offense or on and defense. Defense, it's fine. They choke everybody out with like the way they play defense, but... On offense, there was just like this boring high post playmaking going on. And the the stuff you've seen just in preseason of Giannis driving and kicking and all these like misdirection screens they're running. And I'm not even yeah. like that big of a playbook head, but you can see like that just like Ilyasova has like eight seconds to shoot a corner three out there. I'm I'm all for the Bucks were also very high on my list for very, one very simple reason to go back to Mike is like, let's not overthink it. It's Giannis. He's so much fun to watch. Yeah. The, like full stop. And then yes, I would like to see what's going on with Budenholzer and his new system. And 
whatnot. But just Giannis is enough for me. Whenever he's on, I'm watching. It's a great pick. I want to make two counterpoints. Please. Coach Bud is responsible for like one of the most boring, successful teams in recent NBA history. But he history. never had a player as good as this or as exciting. Okay. Fair. Fine. <laughs> What's your second counterpoint? Two, at the beginning of last season, I was like, Giannis is the Russ of this season. Like, it's going to be a great season with Giannis. And then he kind of like peaked a little bit. Like, Giannis, it's about skill development at this point. And if he's just like being his sheer athletic Greek freak self. I don't know if that sustains you a full season of league. So you're not really encouraged by the couple of three pointers he was just walking no. across half court and taking during preseason. I'm not. I'm so over like off season. <laughs> look how good I am. Footage like show me that off season in the club at the beach club in Croatia. Don't care about you shooting with no one guarding you. Everyone in the NBA can do that. That's why you're in the NBA. He came out of the gate super fast last year, and he did kind of like in terms of our. Remember we like we did a piece Absolutely. about him yeah. being like in the MVP conversation. Yeah. What do we want from MVPs? And then we were all like. Oh, right. Yeah, the Bucks aren't maybe as good as we expected. But I think this year, uh, promising could be the next step. He's shooting threes. Who knows what happens? Uh, Chris Ryan, a lot of interesting teams still on the board. If you do what I think you're going to do, I'm just going to have to make fun of you. Carry on. The Toronto Raptors. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I watch League Pass. Fascinating. So uh, I don't watch League Pass for wins and losses because those just happen in whether or not you're watching or not. Like NBA, it's about accumulation. It's not about any given night you beat the Pacers or something like that. So basically what I'm watching for is I want to see that intertextual narrative play out of a team. So you want to see, like, how is Kawhi settling in on this team? Is this team better or worse without DeMar DeRozan? How are the fans taking to a guy who might only be a one-year rental? What's Kyle Lowry feeling about his best friend being in San Antonio? All these things. Also, Nick Nurse, a lot of early reviews about, like, his offense and how it's going to change the Raptors. I want to watch them change. And I'm kind of fascinated by, like, how this whole experiment works out. And so I'm going to go with the Raptors. For the first time ever, this is one that I can can get behind because (laughs) for the last for the last couple of years, I would have been like, "I'm good on Toronto." Like, you know, like they were the team that they were going to be good. Yeah, it's definitely one of those situations where it's just like, "Don't ever talk to me about Toronto again." After yeah, like, but also, but now it's different. Yeah, and now I'm cool with it. Now I'm like, "Oh yeah, I want to see all the things that Chris was just talking about. I want (laughs) to see what Kawhi looks like. I want to see if they can be like, is this finally the year with with LeBron not in the conference that the Raptors can get through and get into the." finals and what would that look like like those are all interesting storylines to me and storylines are a massive component for me on league pass rankings i love that you took the raptors because that sets me up for two picks and i cannot believe these two teams are still on the board this is insane i invite you guys in and you give me (laughs) gifts and i appreciate it with my first pick not surprising. Sixers. 10, 9, 8, 76ers. <laughs> I mean, how are they still on the board first? Oh, uh, I bet I just got banned on the Ricky for doing that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're automatic. Like, join Kevin O'Connor. Yeah. You'll never be on the Ricky again. The Sixers, talk about storylines. I mean, is Embiid ready to take that next step? What's Ben Simmons going to look like in his second full year? Markel Fultz? What's going on there? I mean, uh, how do we feel about Cuban yelling, shoot it, shoot it? A little bit the- much. Yeah. A little bit much. Mark Cuban, go away. Take a time out, buddy. See yeah. yeah, I think I think yeah. we don't need Mark Cuban right now. Like uh, for those of Definitely you who didn't, not. who didn't hear about this uh, in China, the Sixers and Mavs played a game and. Markel Fultz had the ball in the corner, and Mark Cuban, according to uh, ESPN reports, was screaming at him, shoot it, shoot it. And instead, he dribbled in twi- uh, about, took two dribbles in and took about a 12-footer. I'm rooting for Markel Fultz. I hope it works out for him. I'm still not, like, I'm undetermined. I don't know what to expect from him. There's a lot of question marks there, but from an aesthetic standpoint, that's a fun team 
to watch on the court. Their uniforms are fun. The court is fun. The experience is fun. I don't know if you guys know I'm from Philadelphia. I'm all the way in on that. Uh, their broadcast team is excellent. Shouts to Zoom off. Like, I'm in. I'm in on all things Sixers. Another thing that I'm in on all things, I just wrote about this for the ringer.com. How did the Lakers last till number six? Mm. Yeah. LeBron James is in Los Angeles. Rajon Rondo is here. I'll take them with my second pick, by the way. Uh, Rajon Rondo is here. JaVel McGee is here. Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley. You've got Ball and Ingram and Luke Walton's got to figure out how to put all these guys together. And like, what does this make? Is this going to be a good team or a bad team? It's definitely not going to be a boring team. I think that this might be the most interesting team, the most entertaining team in the NBA. I'm interested in the the Rondo makeover, weirdly. Like, that to me is, like, one of the more interesting Lakers storylines. Like, Rondo went from, like, hothead Kevin Garnett needs to, like, come get his man to future coach, which mm. I think is awesome and, like, is, like, real credit to Rondo. I'm sort of curious to see if he can sprinkle his magic on Lonzo Ball and how that goes. All of it. I'm going to watch so much Lakers basketball that I'm going to watch the Sixers and the Lakers, I'm going to be quite happy. It's going to be like 1983. <laughs> it's, uh, give it all over again. Listen to Van Halen. <laughs> I love watching Julia Serving and Magic Johnson. It's just like the trick if they had podcasts back then. That's amazing. I'm Are you excited, excited for the Lakers? I mean, like, yeah, I'm excited for the Lakers. The prospect of LeBron, like, a drive anywhere from my house is, yeah. is I mean, like, exciting on its face. I'm, I mean, so. I'm dying to run into him. Like, I'm just like, I will change my life to like go to Avocho Sante more often if that's what it takes. It would just when you say be... run into him, do you think then he'd be like, what's up, Juliet? No, like, I just want to see him in the wild. I just okay. want to have the picture on my phone. Yeah. Do you find it? Chris and I were talking about this right before we started the pod. The Lakers don't start till Thursday. The NBA season starts next Tuesday. Then yeah. it goes full swing Wednesday. And then the Lakers have the national game on Thursday. I think they want to control In Portland, the, not even in LA. But they like pushed it back to, yeah, it's in Portland. They're yeah. not even playing at home. I I, th- I just thought it was a weird I think they want to try and run the week. They have like a yeah. couple of days there before football starts on Thursday night. It's weird that they're putting it up against Thursday night football. But yeah, I think they just basically want to have as many nights in a row that people are like, forget NFL. It's also kind of like, I think smart. It's like the anchor of mm. of like what we can offer you as LeBron, but like before, like look how many great appetizers we have before you get there. A lot of things. All right, uh, I'm off to an excellent start. Uh, Chris, you're back up. The seventh pick. Seventh pick. Goes to. <sighs> Fuck. You're going to do it. Do it, man. The Boston Celtics. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> you're definitely banned now. Well, I have a couple of other picks here that I was thinking about, and there's one that was actually higher on my big board than the Celtics. But I think A, know your enemy. So <laughs> keep them close. I, I want yeah. yeah. And B, if they're at all anything goes wrong, I want to be there to bear witness. Oh, yeah. The first time that Gordon Hayward gets benched in the fourth quarter, the Mm. first time that Marcus Smart, like, flips off Kyrie Irving, the first time that Brad Stevens doesn't draw up a great ATO, I want to be there. I want to be. I want to be on the front lines. This is kind of like my Spanish Civil War. I I want to be in the Lincoln Brigade, following along. (laughs) You're you're the George Orwell of the 2018-19 Boston Celtics. Yeah, I will be there when when in paradise falls. Right on the front lines. Uh, I had mentioned this. We now have the. Are they going to win seventy games? Like, I want to see how good they can be. I'm already going to watch all the Sixers games. You know what I mean? Like that's, and I'm probably already going to watch all the Lakers games. I'm talking about the teams that I'm elevating. I actually didn't watch a ton of Boston last year. If I could help it, like I'm not here for what I am here for is Jason Tatum not getting enough minutes because there's too many good players. I I brought and his his development stunting. I brought this up too. Being like, uh, you know what? I'm taking a gap year. I'm going back to Duke. That that won't happen because Tatum and Irving have the same agent, and to make sure Irving stays, they need to play Tatum a lot. 
I think Irving's given up some of his leverage, though, right? They but have a lot yeah, of like, announcing constantly <laughs> that he's resigning. That he's resigning. Has yeah. Kyrie ever, Irving like really stuck to his guns on his principles? That's I mean, true. That's true. We're I back mean, to the earth being round with that guy. Did he actually say that? The, I that think he, he said he's sorry that say, he said it. I don't think he said he's, he so, didn't think it was. I mean, like, in effect, that's the same thing as saying, like, I'm sorry that y'all got upset because your third eye isn't open. Like, is <laughs> is more or less. I mean, like, he is rocking the, the revolutionary, the scruff right now. With the, I love it. I love the look. It, it actually is a fire look. I love I'm not going to lie. I love the look. They've got a lot of things going on. I wanted one more quick point, and then we'll go to Isaac. I brought this up to Shay last week, and he said uh, NBD, and I was like, eh, I don't know, it might be a D. What did we make of Gordon Hayward saying last year that he was like part of him didn't want them to succeed because he wasn't a part of it? Not a winner. <laughs> Could be trouble in paradise. That's all I'm saying. Disease Cracking of me. The facade. Yeah. Seriously, disease of disease. Disease of me. Uh, Isaac, you're up for your next pick. John. Yes. I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to break your heart. All right, do it. Oh, no. I'm taking the Portland Trailblazers. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. It stays in-house for the Heat Check podcast. Yeah, though. listen. Heat Check fam. Yeah, listen. Like, the Blazers, I'm going to watch for the tension between CJ and Dame. You know, one of them is going to have to leave eventually. We've been talking about it for years now. Like, I want to watch them fall apart before my eyes. This is raw. I, that is I don't like them being in your team now because I would have picked them for all the earnest reasons. I like watching their backcourt. I like, again, the uniforms, the aesthetic. I like the Moda Center. I like the way that the crowd gets behind it. This, I like, these are all incredibly important lead yeah. pass things. We're yeah. not really talking about this enough. They play high-scoring, close yeah, games. Yeah, it's fun Their to watch them. It's nice to watch. They have a good crowd. They have dope uniforms. Yeah, all yeah. of that. Like the like the Pacific Northwest basketball deal. Yeah, yeah this man, is why give we're me not going to pick the Pistons until like the last three or four picks is because nobody goes to those games. The Clippers know? might go undrafted. We oh don't know what's going to happen. Portland fans are pretty them. charming. For the most like chip-on-the-shoulder fan base, they're, they're a wonderful my faves. Yeah. They do. They get after you a little bit because you, if you don't like them. And, and like, Isaac, I feel like you're going to get some heat for that. Blazer, Listen, shout to Ian Carmel who came on the show. That's true. Like I, I like the Blazers fan base. I like the Blazers in general. I just think the narrative is compelling as well as the basketball. That's all I'm saying. I think that Portland fans are like also way better than Raptors fans. Like in, ter- in terms of... <laughs> Whoa. Till, uh, it's fine. Yeah, Raptors hate fans hate me already. But like just in terms of the chip on your shoulder factor. Give me Portland. We should do a fan base shoulder chip ranking. Oh my God. That'll be next. I think Portland, Toronto are one and two. That'll be really high. Um, all right, Micah, you are up, my friend. Mm, I'm going to go with another weird pick. I like it. Um, That's why you're here. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go with the different Nuggets because I just like watching Nikola Jokic, the most out of shape, confident basketball player, (laughs) like throw elbow passes. Also, I enjoy Gary Harris and Will Barton just Mm. kind of firing themselves out of a cannon. Yeah. I'm choosing League Pass games because they're games I would not normally be able to or would not watch otherwise. Yeah, and Micah picks, has got a good pick here because one of the most important things when you're home on a Tuesday night and it's like 9 o'clock and you're like, why am I watching this? Is because Nikola Jokic might make a no-look pass from mm. like anywhere on the court that makes it like worth watching. I still will not forget the, the, the Rising Stars game that I actually saw at All-Star Weekend in New Orleans where he went between his legs and bounced it and elbow passed it down to the low post. I was just like, 6'11", people don't do that. Shouldn't be able to. (laughs) Also, I'm here for the kind of doughy superstar. Like, I like that. Like, I like the dad bod superstar dudes who, and I love a passer, so you put those two things together. Amazing. One more thing that I like, Isaiah Thomas is there. It's true. Like, that's still a thing. He's still in the league. That photo of him, like, laughing on the way of the basket past Jokic is still making the rounds on the internet. Still out there. (laughs) We are back to Juliet Lettman. With a 10th pick, I select 
to thunder up with the Oklahoma City Thunder. I was wondering <laughs> when we'd get to the Oklahoma City Thunder. So no Andre Roberson, which uh, is a massive blow to both the Thunder and the Ringer because first the Ringer has like an inordinate amount of love for Andre. Uh, also, I met him once, as you know. Very nice guy. Yeah. Uh, wait, was that when you were out at... Uh, True Food Kitchen. True Food yeah. Kitchen, that's right. They also are missing Russ for a little bit, though. How does that affect your your love of Thunder, all things Thunder? Because you do you're you're like our resident OKC enthusiast. Totally, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a good season for Paul George. There's no like emotional decision weighing on him, so he can just focus on playing basketball. He looks pretty good in preseason. I think that actually will be really good for them for him to carry the team through the beginning of the season. And he's really good at basketball. It's put up or shut up time for him too. Because yeah. it was like first it was coming back from the like break, mm-hmm. then it was the turmoil in Indiana about him leaving, then it was the thunder, the one year rental. Are you going to stay? Are you going to go? He's finally home and healthy. So it'll be really interesting to see. Also, we'll get to see him as the number, number one option. One option. Which is yeah. gonna be pretty exciting. I mean, we haven't seen that in like four or five years. Yeah. And I think he I mean he's or really three or four years. he's really good. I'm I'm fired up. I think big year for him. I hope so. I really do. I, I think so too. We're add on Dennis. Every night Dennis. I think that Schroeder <laughs> is actually like a good Oklahoma City player. I think that he will be like a really serviceable. I think he can actually play with Russ sometimes. Um, I'm looking forward to it. If they get healthy, which is a big if because Roberson obviously had to go back in for more stuff. That this is probably the deepest Thunder team that we've seen, maybe maybe ever, but like like probably since like the peak of KD, Russ, and and Harden, because they've got uh, Patterson, Ferguson, Schroeder, and Noel on the bench, which is just like interesting at least. Yeah, and TLC is out there now. Yep. So it's kind of like an interesting squad, and Jeremy Grant playing four. It's it's gonna be fun. With my eleventh pick, please. Continuing the look towards uh, being ready in the playoffs to be well-versed in the most important storylines, I select the Golden State Warriors. Fell to number 11. (laughs) 11. We're we're sick of them, but here's the case for the Warriors. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Is he staying? Is he going? Is he happy? Is he unhappy? Is he getting enough touches? Is Draymond Green yelling at him? Like, what's going on with, with KD? I think just for, he will be the biggest free agent probably, of 2019. Safe to say. Got to keep up with Friend of the Ring or Kevin Durant. A lot of Knicks rumors for him. I think that this, I just want to pause real quick to underline that they fell to number 11. It's not just, I think, ringer fatigue. It's basketball fandom fatigue. It's basketball reporter fatigue. I mean, like, we know what's going to happen when the finals roll around, we're going to be in San Francisco, the Bay Area, Oakland, until they actually move over to San Francisco. But we're going to be yeah. in the Bay Area again. It's the kind of hegemony that brings out, like, fatalism in sports writers. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like, oh, I'm not actually writing about basketball. I'm writing about mortality. Yeah, it's like, uh, how and how much longer can this go on? Because there is that, okay, do they unplug KD? Does KD unplug himself and go somewhere in the offseason? Like, how much longer can this go? Because... The inevitability kind of wears on you. It feels like this could be the last year. That would be nice. I'm I, like, I, look, it's been an amazing run, but just the fact that we basically have like two leagues, it's like the Warriors and then everybody else, or the Warriors. And if you want to th- fold in the Rockets, you know, who knows what ends up happening with LeBron and the yeah. Lakers if he adds in somebody else. But it's really the Warriors and everybody else. And it kind of like, it sucks some of the fun out of it. A lot of the fun. Sure. They're going to win the title. That's going to happen. Yeah, I like that prediction. Uh, Back to, what do we got, Micah? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and take the Houston Rockets because I like the idea of watching Carmelo Anthony be forced into his off-the-bench role Mm -hmm. versus, uh, you know, like being able to not accept it. I I mean, like, that's going to be an interesting thing to see. Also, Bruno 
who was, you know, like previously two years away from being two years away, Gerald Green, Marquise Chris, Michael Carter-Williams, is, is just a very weird-looking team. Seriously. But also, I don't know. Like, I mean, like the Rockets, I, I would like to see, I guess, Chris Paul, James Harden together doing on-ball, off-ball, and then having Melo just kind of do his <laughs> weird thing to him by himself <laughs> off to the— Yeah. It's going to be interesting to watch. Chris, compelling. Chris Paul said that um, he—and I am paraphrasing here, but he was very upset at the disrespect that was being thrown towards Melo. He called the disrespect unbelievable, and that he is one of the most disrespected players in the NBA. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess we do give Melo heat, and he is going to be a Hall of Famer, but— like, you know, it's been a while since, like, Mello by himself was a thing, and then, you know, post-Nick's Mello. something other than hit the front of the rim? Yeah. I mean, the, mid, the mid-range game, him always saying, like, I'm not coming off the bench. This is my game. Like, I'm not going to adapt. He did shoot a ton of three-pointers for the Thunder last year, but that was out of necessity. He, he yeah. was their second leading three-point attempts per game. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens on the Rockets, because I didn't believe in the pairing of Chris Paul and James Harden. I thought that was going to be a problem. So who, who knows? Maybe they fold them in and it's fun. Isaac, you are up. With my third pick, I'm going to take, this might be a controversial pick, but <laughs> I'm going to take the Indiana Pacers. Nice. That's good. I support um, that. They're just an excellent team. They're just going to be good. You know who's good at basketball? The Indiana Pacers. I don't care that they're going to be scoring 80, 90 points a game. The other team's going to score 70 and score 80. They're just a good basketball team and I want to watch them. This is uh, a perfectly Indiana reason to pick the Pacers. Like, yeah. You're like, ah, they're going to be yeah. fine. They're going to be good. I mean, they're going to be more than fine. I feel like they're going to be Probably in that conversation. East, right? Yeah, top top uh, three, top four. Four, yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, this offseason, they went and addressed all of their problems. They they got a shooter in Doug McDermott. You they guys got a shot so, creator in Tyreek. People are, f- like, I get that. He why. sucks. Doug McBuckets is not. No, no, I, I think he was going to say Tyreek Evans next. And yeah. it's like, Tyreek has had a couple of good seasons recently, but. The being like, oh, Tyree takes them over the, the hump stuff is just so weird to me. Chris Ryan. I want to make a distinction here because wow. as we discussed earlier, like not very high on this team right now, okay. but I am very excited to watch Luka Doncic, so I'm picking the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas nice. Mavericks, yeah. Um, there's a possibility that this is like a transformational player, not just for Dallas, but in the league. And this is like my favorite kind of guy, this sort of like big point forward with insane floor vision, which Sixers have one of those. So it's really great to see another one. And just watching like a little bit of the preseason stuff, he just seems really exciting. Him with Dennis is is sort of worth watching anyway. The Mavericks don't have a ton of other stuff to watch unless you're like a weird, a Dirk weirdo and you want to watch him play at 40. Shouts to Jason Gallagher. But, but I'm going to go with Mavericks. I like the Mavericks. I think that the Donkic in the same way that we were talking about Jokic when I look at him, he's not moving super fast. He definitely isn't in shape yet. Uh, he does some things where I'm like, I guess that's a good move. Like, I want to see how good he's actually going to be. But I'm excited about like a guy who doesn't look like an NBA specimen being out there like doing, doing stuff. Doing chase down blocks. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, sure. I'm, I'm in on Donkic. I, I think that'd be fun. I would have actually taken the Mavericks if you hadn't snagged them from me. So I want to like reiterate, like when I am thinking about teams that I want to watch on on League Pass, I'm thinking about, you know, certain players what like Donkic. What would someone do in the 80s? What would, <laughs> I, want, I want the most 80s that I could possibly Where get. are the good centers? <laughs> I do I do have uh, Sirius XM in my car uh-huh. and frequently I'm tuned into the 80s on 8. 
it's a fun time. Uh, but like, I'm thinking about storylines and I'm thinking about like what's interesting mm -hmm. off the court that informs like what's happening on the court. So right now, the most dramatic team in the NBA, bar none, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Who knows what the hell is going to happen with that team? If they keep Jimmy, it's crazy town. If they get rid of Jimmy, it's crazy town. Is Tibbs still going to be there? Does the owner want to fire him into the sun? What's Andrew Wiggins? What's going to happen with Andrew Wiggins? Who you want to talk about players who are constantly disrespected like Mello? We shit on Wiggins all the time. Carl Anthony Towns, his defense was like five factors hit or miss, and part of that was scheme wise. And um, Charks was on the program last week to explain why like Tibbs is kind of running an outmoded uh, defensive system. Mm -hmm. But I want to see all of these things play out in real time. For drama alone, I will take the Minnesota Timberwolves. I would I would rather watch paint dry than watch the Timberwolves. You don't want to see Tibbs again screaming at whoever's just there. just watched that last year. <laughs> and it's going to be worse this year. <laughs> the Tibbs experience yes. is a bad one. That's why I'm in. Because it's going to be worse. You would do just as well, I think, watching Steven Jackson's Instagram story. <laughs> I don't think that you necessarily need to watch the Timberwolves. All right. And uh, again, this is this is sort of like a nerdy, like, what do I want to watch for drama purposes, how do these things play out? Yes, part of this did play out last year. But I'm going to take the Washington Wizards. Oh, dear. I wanted that one. <laughs> the Washington Wizards. I'm, I'm taking in part for House, who's a frequent guest that we love on Heat Check. But you have John Wall, again, looking larger, shall we say? Sure. Could potentially play. Now, and I have Wizards fans who like will get at me on Twitter and be like, he's not larger. You keep saying that. I'm like, I don't know. It looks kind of thick. Mm. Um, he, he's definitely put on some... The, the debate is out whether it's muscle or fat, but it's definitely size. Who knows? But he did say, and this was my favorite part, so he was asked by the Washington Wizards media, like, hey, man, like you get knocked a lot for going out and partying. Mm -hmm. And his answer was like, yeah, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm a grown man. Like, I'm, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to just sit at home at night and not go out. He goes, when you're done work, what do you do? Do you go out? I like to go out, too. And I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> plus, they got Dwight Howard. Plus, they got Austin Rivers. Plus, they still have all the potential friction with Beal. Give me all the Wizards, mostly because in the same way that you had that schadenfreude element with the Celtics yeah, and you sure. wanted to watch it all implode. Yeah. It's going to implode. It always does with the Wizards. Give me the Wizards. I'll take the Knicks. I wanted the Knicks. Yeah, that's nice. Sorry. Do you want to make a trade? I like this. Well, we... What do you want? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm taking the Knicks because once they get Kristaps back, I hate to say this as a Philadelphian, but there is a kind of magic about New York sports when they're going well. Now, I sometimes hate it, like when the Giants are going well or the Yankees are going well, but there is like a kind of level of inform. Like the fans are really informed, they're really passionate. The Garden's really fun to watch when it's rocking. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we all remember Linsanity. and the Knox, Frankie, Kristaps. Troika is going to be really exciting to check out this season. They've got Mario Hazonia there. Fizdale should hopefully inject a little bit of uh, off-court memedom in it. I really hope so. I love Fizz. He's a good. He's a good. He's match a good New York for the coach. City of New York, he's going to yeah. come out. He's like basically. Gonna, he's going to come out and give people like fodder for the for the back pages. It's going to be. It's going to be exciting if they can get just a bit competent. Also, I mean, like like we said, the experience of watching them, it's just a fun, like, entertainment value with Breen and Frazier. Yeah. And you're watching that court, like, and the uniforms, and it's, and like, it's oh, in New York. Chloe and you, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's fun. There's Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Same We're having a side. night. <laughs> uh, Isaac Lee, you're up. I'm going to take the Chicago Bulls. That's a good one. And this is a future-facing pick here. I just want to see the young guys play. I want to see... Wendell Carter Jr., Jabari Parker, and Laurie Markkinen. And I want to see those guys develop in front of my eyes. I want to see, you know, Chris Dunn, 
Rolo brings something. Zach Levine brings something. I want to see them you know, develop their young guys. Bobby Portis, Denzel Valentine. I'm going to keep listing these names. These are exciting names to look forward to in the future. Yeah. They have a lot of young guys that, that should be fun and interesting. And why not? I'll take the yeah, Bulls are good. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Phoenix Suns because y'all talked about them at length. And yeah. I mean, like, even though they're GMless, they still have uh, Devin Booker and Dragon Bender who can just chuck for. <laughs> well, not GMless. So, they have multiple GMs now, including James Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope. I hope he gets the job. Speaking of Woj, has another report here. Uh, owner Robert Sarver has become even more involved in the day to day of become. the franchise. He already had a strong voice in many moves, including past coaching hires. James Jones has become a favorite of Sarver as well he'll also be a GM candidate like I said very Sixers uh, vibes out of the desert if only there were a governing body overseeing the NBA that could step in and, and give them a Colangelo you know the Colangelo's are right there <laughs> I know the Colangelo is Phoenix uh, the first move you want to see made I don't, I don't know about that <laughs> with my next pick I select the Sacramento Kings I'm hoping for a big Harry Giles season Julian, I didn't think that you could blow me away any more <laughs> than you could blow me away by taking the Jazz number one overall. This might be bigger. I think that I'm just, I, I like to think that I'm speaking on behalf of the real League Pass junkie. And these are the teams that you just only watch on League Pass. This is true. <laughs> this so, is true. I'm not even sure Riley would have taken them this high or resident Kings fan Riley it's McAtee. That high. It's high. It's high. I mean, I, I went to Sacramento there a couple of times last year, and it's, you know, they're very nice. Okay. I think of about Sacramento as the Cleveland of California. Interesting. Like I'm, I'm good. Wow. wow. I don't know what it's more damning to comp. either. Is it is it more damning to Cleveland or Sacramento? Nobody knows. It's not good for either, though. Um, they've got some weird personalities. They've got some real internet kids, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of compelling, and I'm interested to see how it goes. Yeah. Aaron Fox looks... I know it's preseason. Yeah. I have a sickness for watching these games. He looks good. He's yeah. looked he looks really good. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. How's Harry Giles looking? Because in Summer League, he looked good. Schmeh. But in Summer League. Schmeh. 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 I think you can take Schmeh with Harry Giles. He's coming back from like. But when do we start doing Schmeh, Schmeh. instead of Yeah, Meh. like what, what is, what is Schmeh? It's his podcast. Well, I, Don't I, criticize I, it. I, I'm, uh, you got to be <laughs> a man in this world. I can't do a Schmeh. Hey, be no, Meh. I, I was just wondering where the inspiration came <laughs> yeah, from. I, it, was just, it bubbled up inside of me and it just came out. I don't know. I'm giving it to you. You want to use it? Feel free to use it. Tell all the kids. With my next pick, yeah. I'm going for uh, the talking points to share with my dad and to be have full, uh, full conversations are, yeah. for the whole season and going into the bargain basement and for one of my favorite GMs with the Brooklyn Nets. Love it. My favorite GM. <laughs> Sean Marks, great, great guy. Great hire. Great hire. <laughs> great hire. <laughs> um, uh, I think the Nets can get like 20 wins. Give me a cheap seat at Barclays Center. I'd go over on that. I'll never forget seeing Sean Marks at the win two yeah. summer leagues ago standing around and I was like, Who's that 6'10 guy who looks like a Shins fan? He's also just like, and also really happy with himself. The, the six foot ten Shins fan who's like, I've got a great life and I know it. <laughs> and he was just like strolling around on the phone. He seemed I, really cool. I trust him. D'Angelo Russell, into him. Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, love it. Jared Allen, cool. Karis LeVert, let's do it. I'm into all these people. <laughs> <laughs> Rondé um, Hollis Jefferson I don't know they're like not a good team but Rondé's I think, underrated I think they're fun I agree uh, who are we back to Micah yeah alright I'm gonna take the Charlotte Hornets because they still have Kimball Walker mm-hmm. now they this also is a good, have, this is a good pick yeah they this also, is a really good pick a lot of value <laughs> especially with Tony Parker's and also the the, oh, the, yeah, the pregame Tony Parker. the writers that they're just kind of like alright for, for seats 
for family, wives, and girlfriends all in the same thing. Forgot drama. <laughs> I love the drama there. Can we pause for that one? Like Go to for put it, that. Yeah. So obviously they meant or. Yeah, we think. Right? I don't think don't they we? meant. I don't think they meant or. You I, think that that was genuine? Yes. Jalen Rose has been talking about this for a really long time. I think it's just like something you're not supposed to tweet. And if I was like, it's kind of like um, a D'Angelo Russell move. It's just like, I I think it's fucked up. He shouldn't have done that. It's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like if anyone here tweeted out like our like administrative documents when you're onboarding at the ringer. Like, come on, man, keep it in house. Yeah. But that said, I'm glad they did because we're not in house (laughs) at the Hornets. I don't, I don't work for the Hornets. (laughs) Can I just say also uh, the Hornets have Miles Bridges who looks like, like incredibly high, high real value that could be fun uh, Isaac Lee you are up my friend uh, this is going to be an easy one for me the Los Angeles Clippers congrats no questions your honor all yours <laughs> no questions <laughs> no um, further questions yeah alright sure yeah. whatever I, uh, I like that response from, oh sure yeah 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 <laughs> Um, they're going to be a fun team guys I'm just I'm just saying they're going to be competitive could make the playoffs SGA is like blowing people's minds he is we've got a piece on the ringer.com right now check it out Chris Ryan is up Cavs. I kind of want to see what's up with Colin Sexton. I want to see Kevin Love as a number one option again for the first time since Minnesota. Do you know who seems really happy LeBron is gone? Kevin per, Love? Kevin Love. Per social media. I think that they might win like 40 games, honestly. Yeah. Um, Win conference. And it's been fascinating to see Ty Lue coach without LeBron, without like that being his central, the lens through which his coaching is viewed. So, I mean, we're kind of getting into the dregs here, and I'm just sort of looking for storylines. And this is going to be a forgotten team this year, and I'm just kind of curious. I'm with, I'm still with you. I haven't deleted you from my DVR, Cleveland Cavs. Yeah, we we are very much into the dregs here. Um, I'm just going to take the best basketball team still available right now. Best available, do it. Uh, the Miami Heat nice. are still out there for some reason. Coach. Over the Spurs? Over the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I, I, well, the Spurs, DeJounte Murray got hurt. I'm not sure what to make about. Like, oh, yeah, like DeMar's, DeMar's there and LaMarcus is there. But frankly, like lately, this is not the, the 2013-14 Spurs that were whipping the ball around the perimeter and playing beautiful basketball and they had Manu and Tony and uh, Tim Duncan was still out there and they were like really fun to watch. Yes. This is something else where they're just like you want to talk about 80s basketball they're like shooting a bunch of mid-range and like earmuffs on Shea for this one but I'm not sure about it I need another team here I guess I'm going to go back to storylines here and this is not good storylines these are terrible storylines it's a player who was previously thought of uh, quite highly but was frequently hurt had signed a long-term contract and then had been jettisoned to NBA Purgatory. They you built a done new this arena. Like a game show thing where we had to guess the team, but as you were giving the clues, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I should have given one clue at a time. But you already know where I'm going. They built an arena. Nobody's going. They got rid of their front office. They brought in a whole nother front office. I'll take the Detroit Pistons because I don't know what they're going to Detroit gonna basketball. I don't know what they're going to be. They might be okay in the East, but like. I wonder about Blake Griffin. Like he's really there now, and has There's to a like come of teams to terms like with the this. Pistons and the Cavs that I think could push the basement of the East up a little bit, which would be yeah. helpful. We get good for competition. Uh, back to you, Chris Ryan. I'm going to leave the team that I was going to take for Juliet. So I'm going to take the Hawks. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really didn't want the Hawks. <laughs> um, the Trey Young thing could be curb your enthusiasm every night. It could just be really cringeworthy, or it could be kind of exciting. As a team that may have made a colossal draft night trade error. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens with Trey. And, you know, if they do actually try to play Warriors East. And, and I mean, this team is garbage, but I, it'll be fun garbage. What's your best guess on? I, I, he's obviously going to be probably a good stats, bad team guy. But is he is Trey Young going to be 
an you actual. Think he's have good stats. Uh, I think he's going to volume. His counting stats will be there just because he's going to be able to shoot twenty. 25 times a game. I mean, I mean it'll be a really fascinating there. development story because they're going to let him play through it. There's not going to be a lot of hand-holding going on. He's right. really literally one of the only like four or five like true NBA players on this team. And the other one is Vince Carter. So it's like, he's going to play. There's not like a Sacramento thing last year where they're like, oh, we got to bring in all the vets that we brought in here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think I, everything you just said is right. And like to the stats point, like in the way that Michael Carter William ran up his counting stats in his rookie year, he wasn't good. He couldn't shoot. We were like, yeah, this isn't good. But he ended up winning rookie of the year in a bad class just because the the sheer volume of it all. I don't think he's good. Trey Young will be rookie of the year. Yeah, I also think the Trey Young to John Collins alley-oops will be worth yeah, and Torian Prince. like two games at least. A little Torian Prince. Yeah, sure. yeah why not? Right. Uh, what are we back to? Isaac? Yeah. I'm going to take the Memphis Grizzlies. Ah, Isaac! <laughs> Grizz. I'm sorry, Juliet. I um, considered the Grizz. <laughs> the thing is, like, they still have the pieces from that really competent team a couple of years ago. Marcus Gasol's coming back from injury. Mike Conley's coming back from injury. Uh, they added Chandler Kyle Parsons Anderson. Chandler from Parsons coming back from injury. They're going to be a frisky team. I don't know if they're going to be necessarily fun to watch, but certainly going to be competitive. Frisky and not necessarily fun to watch. Charks' favorite rookie, Jaron Jackson. I mean, a lot of people like him. My yeah, favorite rookie. He, a yeah. lot of people like him. He's been really good so far also, preseason. Memphis basketball with um, Penny and Mike Miller running mm. University of Memphis is like good now like a, a weird <laughs> yeah. basketball town. That's a tough. That's a tough league pass sell. You know what's great about this NBA team is the college. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it suggests a new level of glitz and glam coming that's to the right. city of Memphis. Yeah, Mike Miller and probably Cash. All right, only two teams left on the board. What does Juliet get by default? Micah decides. Micah, who do you want? The Magic or the Spurs, who have somehow fallen to the end? <laughs> of the, like Shay's, not, Shay's gonna quit. I, I mean, think. I think that I'll take I'll take the Spurs just because you know for Shay, but also because I'm hoping that Demar Derozan suddenly be- learns to like truly emote and goes on a revenge tour. But I mean, like the the likelihood of that happening is very slim. <laughs> then again, like you. All just said they. I mean, the most interesting thing about them is the the very shoddily tattooed Dejounte Murray is no longer is is injured. So. Yeah, that's a that's a bummer. It'll be interesting to see what Pop does with Demar and Lamarcus, both of whom like yes, they've been trying to stretch out their range in the last few seasons, but still predominantly like in that mid range area. They like, also have Rudy Gay. And Rudy Gay. Oh my God, I forgot about Rudy Gay. <laughs> this is like three three players you'd put on the same team like from five years ago, from eight years ago, and yeah. go, okay, this is interesting. But like, they, yeah, they don't have a lot on the wings now. Their guard situation is suspect. This is gonna they be, are the Spurs. Gonna be, the first half of the season is going to be brutal. They are the Spurs. We should, however, quickly talk about Kevin Clark's magic, who end up last in our league pass rankings. The our- queen of Central Florida gets her pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what um, everyone says about me. You uh, you want to make the case for the team that you got by default? I would love to. All right, please do. Aaron Gordon, still a good athlete. Mm-hmm. Likes to dunk. He does like to dunk. Mo Bamba, a leading rookie who looks like he can shoot now. <laughs> a leading rookie. <laughs> a, a leading rookie <laughs> that inspired a, a, a smash trap song. Two great Euros and Evan Fournier and Nicholas Bouchevich. Oh, my Bouch. gosh. <laughs> oh, Mozgov is on this team. 
this team is not fun. But uh, the tough part about this is that they haven't had a point guard in like twelve years, so nobody can throw the ball to the interesting people that are on this team. Wait, they've really, they really haven't had like they a were guard sending out Nelson. tweets that were like shout out to Shelvin Mack for leading us in assists this year. Like, yeah, there was like an actual yeah. that was a that was a tweet. Oh man, uh, without a sense of irony, but uh, it could be fun. I mean, who knows? Like, I do uh, want to see what happens with Isaac and Mobamba, and you know, Gordon's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Could be periodically this interesting. This team has a lot of, like, this is, like, the scouts team. It's, like, all these players that were, like, somewhere, like, 4 to 10 in, in, in big boards at draft time. And then they're just, like, they're all pieces, but not, like, good players. I wouldn't even be surprised if this team won, like, they were, like, 10 and 5. And, and I got, like, three pitches that were, like, what about the Magic, though? And then they, <laughs> then they, then they can, lose 15 of 20, and we don't talk about them anymore. You can uh, rest easy. None of those pitches from me. Okay. Uh, all right, so this uh, our teams are picked. Isaac Lee, you get to decide the winner here. Julia has the Jazz Thunder Warriors. Her bottom three, Kings, Nets, and Magic. Oof. Godspeed, Julia. Kings are not. Kings are a good pick. They're uh, a good league pass pick. Micah has the Pelicans, Nuggets, Rockets, Suns, Hornets, and Spurs. That's a good team. Isaac's got the Bucks, Blazers, the hot start. Pacers, Bulls, Clippers, and Grizz. Chris has the Raptors, Celtics, Mavericks, Knicks, Cavs, and Hawks. And uh, I think the winner, I mean, if I uh, may be so bold, Sixers, Lakers, Wolves, Wizards, Heat, and Pistons drama all day long. Isaac, uh, you're our producer. You pick the winner. I mean, obviously, I'm in this draft, so I I can't pick myself. Uh, You know what? Here's a simple decision I can make. Juliet is my boss. So I'm going to pick her team. <laughs> Woo! It's good to be in charge. Career move. <laughs> First ever uh, Ringer League Pass Heat Check. Champion Juliet Lindman. I want to thank Juliet. Woo! I want to thank Micah. I just feel <laughs> gross. I feel like I debased myself. <laughs> I picked the Celtics and the Knicks and they didn't even win. Yeah. Chris Ryan was oh, on the podcast. Thank like you to Chris Ryan. Uh, Mistakes were made. Isaac Lee, our, our esteemed producer, I want to remind everybody that the NBA show is back. Uh, Heat Check is here every Monday. We've got K. AOC and Verno every Tuesday. We've got on alternate weeks, uh, sources say we've got group chat and of course, all kind of ringer content on the ringer.com. We've also got a new ringer feed on the old Twitter machine. It's at ringer NBA. So be sure to do that. And if you would be so kind, leave us a rating and review. We would be uh, much appreciative of that. I want to thank you guys for listening. Heat check. will be back next week. Bye.